Jen the Builder. And Corey. Happy February. Happy February. Yes. It is official. Bye-bye, January. Hello, February. And I'm excited about the day that this comes out. It is on 2-2-22. Yes. One of your favorite numbers. It really is. It's, yeah, the favorite number. Um, how... How is February going for you so far as you yawn? <laughs> we are tired already. Yes, we are. It's been a long month. What day is it? No, play. <laughs> oh, February. <laughs> February is going good. It's only been two days. so And it's not the end of the second one yet. So, yeah, it's been very fast paced. Uh, let me just say this, and I'm I'm gonna just take it here because I got I got a whole nother website built. I got five shows. Another one. Everyone's like, yeah. oh my goodness. Well, I was told that I had to, in order to uh appear very professional, separate the websites from the other one. So mm-hmm. I can have the production along with the music, along with Jen the Builder. I have to have the shameless band. Completely separate. So I had to build that and watch you help me uh, achieve. Yes, you did. And so that was a, a really good feeling. And then not to mention, we just acquired like five shows in March. So we're going to be. Dang, very, that's a busy month. Yeah, we're going to be very, very busy. And we got one at the very end of February. So it's six shows like every weekend from February 26th until mm-hmm. the end of March. And it's just going to be a wild, crazy ride. And I'm going to tell you guys about all of them. Uh, definitely about the one in Riverside at Lake Alice for St. Patrick's Day. That's going to be a pretty crazy one. And then we got some uh, breweries that are introducing new beers to their brewery so that's a big deal and there's a couple of other bands going to be playing with us on some of those days so guys it's about to get crazy quick and we just got started second month in the year right and by no means are you complaining about the six shows in a row because this is what the hype's about oh yeah no i am that was not a complaint that was a celebration And hopefully, I mean, I'm glad that you're going to share about it but we would really love to see you guys there that would make part of our dreams come true and it would just make me happy. Yeah, absolutely. I hope I can go to everyone too. I have not committed to that yet, but that's the plan anyways. That's the plan. So speaking of 2222, we're going to open up our book on the 3,000 questions about me. Yeah. And I love that this is that book because February, guys, is all about relationships. Nice. Yeah. And we've done, it's so intense that I can say last Valentine's we did this. You know what I mean? Because it's now our fifth season. Right. So we've done, yeah, we have done a Valentine's. And I think February we actually focused on self-love. That was a great time. But, you know, it take the elevator, we're elevating. So it's going to be really good stuff. I'm excited about the two guests we have. I think that's confirmed. So the question is, Corey is what should we take measure of that we currently don't? 
So I, I'm going to make that personal and then very broad. I think we as people should take measure on how many times someone lies to us. <laughs> I think that's important because if you realize that someone has lied to you multiple times, it's easier to not fall for the lie. I hear you. You, you, you follow me? Now, yeah. on a broader scale, history has lied to some of us quite a bit. And I think we should take more measure of that because I don't. I yeah, don't let's do that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't hold a lot of. Uh, I won't say I, no. I'll say it like this: I don't pay attention to the things that I know are lies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it makes it easier for me to navigate through life when I realize, oh, that might not be true, or that might not be uh, what what they said it was. But yeah, that I think that's something we should take more measure of. I like that. Uh, for me, something that we should take more measure of, and I'm just going to imagine that there's a way to measure anything we'd want to measure, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all, it almost sounds opposite of what you're saying, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for us to take measure of the kindness that people show us. Uh, I kind of knew you were going there. I probably should have went there too like measure of love or, but we're going to get into the love stuff. And so I didn't really want to go there at the very beginning. I wanted to go a little bit of a different way, but yeah, absolutely. The the niceness of people. Right. But I love where you went because if we're talking about our relationship with ourselves, which should increase our awareness, increase our development, right. Expand who we are as people. Those are things you need to be aware of. Right. Is when people lie to you and and have enough care and concern for self that that would be a boundary, you know, something that you'd set up. Yeah. And let me add that when I realize someone is being authentic, genuine, and telling me the truth, I fall even more head over heels. And yes, I do love my friends and my family. Of course, I love my wife, love my kids. But they just make me fall more in love with mm-hmm. them uh, more as I can trust them and know that they're a part of my community, my inner circle. Yeah. it And it's so key what you said about being authentic. So this is not an original concept, actually. If anyone follows Gary V, very hyped up, high energy, you know, motivational kind of dude, but very real. Yeah. Um, sometimes too real for some people. But just today, actually, I saw on his Instagram where he's promoting practical positivity over delusional positivity. Oh, right. Pretty good. And when I saw that, I just wrote it down. Cause I was like, Oh man, that's going to be some good stuff yeah. to get into. Um, I wanted to share this and I'm going to link it because, you know, we just started the book club. I met with the, the ladies last night. That was amazing. We're already starting our book. We have our group text, just really, really good energy. The book that we're reading is called The Island of Missing Trees, and it has to do with what you said about history. So one of the quotes I wrote down, it says, legends are there to tell us what history has forgotten. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so we can go into legends, and that's, that's part stuff. of a relationship is how when we share our stories, that's part of our legend, and those things that get gets passed on um, – that's the kind of stuff that fills in the gaps or reveals the truth when history has lied. Yeah. Right. So good, good stuff. Um, so let's talk about the word relationships real quick. Is that okay? Sure. All right. So 
Some people, you know, the definition in short is it's a state of being connected, but I love this definition. It's the way in which two or more people, groups, countries, etc., um, talk to, behave towards, and deal with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of relationships we're talking about. Not because we're related by blood or because we just have this casual relationship. It's really about how are we talking to ourselves? How are we talking to one another? How are we behaving? And then again, how are we dealing with each other? Right. And so there's these, of course, amazing pieces that we forget who we are today as adults. And a lot of what happens in our childhood now does what happened in our childhood define who we are as adults. Not necessarily, you know, you have a choice to grow and develop and heal from those things, a choice to forgive anything, any wrong that's been done to you, right? right? So um, I can't wait to elaborate um, just again from our perspectives, not as professional people in this field. And it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters if you've got that doctor or not. This is about relationships and we all have relationships. Right. So again, this is what we've learned. True. And I like to think this, you know, I've had some really successful relationships in my lifetime. Some, some more successful than others. Mm -hmm. And some of my successful relationships have thrived and proven to be more, beneficial and strong than even some professionals I know. So does that make me a professional? Probably not, but I can give some good advice on how those relationships have sustained for uh, as many years as I've been alive. So. Yeah. Yeah. True that. And a, a very simple, but powerful fact is without understanding our past and you mentioned history and I'm talking about ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, how can we hope to shape our future, right? That's a big part of who we are. And so we just want to delve into that. And really the question throughout February is who am I? And and getting to know ourselves and, and understanding ourselves because that's how you start to build better and stronger connections is really knowing who you are. Right. So not this is not a fun fact. This is just... Something I've just learned about myself, surprisingly. I can't believe I've just learned it. I am very warm and friendly and happy. And I obviously I, I speak and do motivational type of speaking. I'm a coach and stuff like that. When it comes to me and my personal life, however, my inner circle, I'm like, why am I misfiring with really connecting you know what i mean oh yeah just being very raw about who i am what what is that about so when we're younger we learn the stances we take when there's um emotional conflict or conflict with someone else and then so that's that part what stance are you taking and then your attachments based on how you're raised right so does that make sense when i say that the yeah. attachment part. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of sounded like you were you're struggling with a certain type of relationship within your inner circle. Yeah, and I think you might want to elaborate a little bit on that so it kind of connects. Um, it's more my familial relationships. Mm -hmm. 
right? And I'm, I have determined you and I have talked and there's going to be an attempt to reach out because this is what I think is so important when two people spend time, not just two, but more than that, when they spend time talking. Mm -hmm. So you and I had a wonderful visit from my cousin Mira Mm -hmm. and we just got to talking and we were remembering people who have passed away. And I specifically mentioned my godmother. And I'm not going to go too much into detail, but there was a point in our lives where she had made a comment that really offended me and offended our relationship, right? right? So I had, in true Jen fashion, decided to move away from that. Right. So instead of leaning in, I backed up and just kind of closed off. And I remember you had said, Jen, she's your aunt. I prayed for a a woman with a big family and this is what I've got. And I love family. And so we're going to make this work. Yeah. You don't get to put those cards back. <laughs> you kind of got to play them out as they uh, get dealt to you. Right. So what started off is a really rocky relationship. And that's an understatement. But because the forgiveness happened and because we're able to see past that and, you know, she may not have agreed with something I did at the time, but what I love is, is the relationship that could have been or stayed broken between you and her when she did pass away a few days before she passed away, she was just angry and irritated and frustrated that there were so many people in her hospital room. Yeah. And she was uncomfortable and stuff. And you could sense that in her and she made it very known. And then when you walked in, she lit up and she's all Corey and she waved you in, you know, and was really happy to see you. And I just thought about that moment for the first time in this perspective, we, we had again, the talk during um, the weekend. And I just thought, had that relationship not been mended, had that not had love not taken over, but instead bitterness and unforgiveness, right. we would have not had that moment. We would not have. Yeah. So it's interesting that you bring up a subject that, well, not a subject, but a, a memory like mm-hmm. that. And then you connected it to your troubled issue or your issue with not connecting in a familiar way. Familial. Familial. Right. Right. Can I share something with you real quick? And with, yeah. with our with our listeners, with mm-hmm. our friends. I'm struggling right now with balance in relationships. Mm. So I have work relationships, right. I have home relationships, I have family relationships, and then I have the music rel- it's so hard to juggle and balance all that. And I'm just trying to find some happy ground or even kill, so right. to speak, so that I can have normalcy in that. And what's even more hard is because we're still in this weird season with a pandemic endemic mm-hmm. situation. And so you can't go just see people and pop up at their houses and be like, oh, I was in the neighborhood. Hey, I just right. thought I'd stop by. So I'm struggling because, like, I realize. As the months and years are starting to roll by, I haven't made connections in a while. I haven't done my my relational thing in a while. So 
I've talked to this cousin, but I haven't talked to this cousin in six months, you know, so I'm, I'm struggling with that. If, if anyone has any good advice on how to balance or juggle that, and I don't like to use the word juggle because it sounds like I'm, it's a game or something like that. Right. But, and you're just th- tossing things. Right. But yeah. the balance is what I need. I need yeah. that balance in my life. Yeah. For, I, I totally hear you. And in addition to what you're saying, all the different relationships you have, some of these relationships have more than one relationship, meaning like you and I are husband and wife and (laughs) included in that is we're business partners. So we have the work aspect. Right. And so, and then because like you said, you know, things are kind of shut down. Me being very social and extrovert right now, you're my source of energy. (laughs) And I can just imagine how that's weighing on you. Although I've been very, aware of that and so i'm not like oh spend time with me (laughs) you know (laughs) but um and i know you can feel it you know so so i think people will really be able to give us good advice on this because let me just list some of the relationships that as i was brainstorming on this so there's the relationship with self with family with acquaintances sexual relationships work and professional relationships teacher student community or group place-based so what i mean by that emotional yeah emotional so place-based is like spiritual yeah your neighbors your roommates your landlords people you see at the grocery store that know you you know all the places that you go to and then you've got the relationships unfortunately that is like your enemies or your rivals or people who are just like wanting to harm you or hurt you right or hate on you yeah so there's those, and you mentioned spiritual. So if people have a relationship, you know, with God, and so that is a lot to balance. It really is. On top of everything else. And we know how important relationships are. But I mean, I'm with you, Corey. I know that I've failed in relationships. What I'm happy about, though, is that when those moments happen, I'm not treating it like no big deal. Like they really impact me because I didn't show up, as you said last episode, the best me. Right. You know, and so that's important. So we're going to start talking about these things, the stances we take, um, our level of attachment. Are we secure? Is there um, an area where we avoid it or we're ambivalent? Mm -hmm. You know, and so again, the more aware we are, the better our relationship with self will be. Yeah. And that will impact our relationships with other people. Yeah. And I just want to give an example of how it's tough to balance from time to time. I have a very close friend, very dear friend right now who is struggling because he lost his grandfather. Mm. He lost his father and he lost his father-in-law all within a month. Yeah. And so there's no way that I can not try to connect with him on every level possible and and i'm really putting myself out there so he will know bro i got your back and if you need me i'm here for you whatever you need if your family needs something if your mom Mm -hmm. mom lives in fontana and uh i'm like i I can get over there if you need me to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um whatever but the thing is is that in spreading myself that thin for him I'm leaving some other people out mm-hmm. because I got to be able to show up at work. I've got to be able to be present at home. I got to be able to 
still go to the studio and record and, and get ready for these shows. But the rest of me is really thinned out trying to uh, be there for my, my friend and someone who's grown very close to me. I mean, yeah. we're calling each other brother. So mm-hmm. what would it be like for your brother not to be there for you? You know, right. I had a similar situation, not in such a short time, but my father, sister and uncle passed away in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, close to one another. And so um, it's, it's tough on anybody when you le- lose those kind of relationships and then you don't have anyone. And I, and I went through a very deep depression and that's what I don't want him to go through. Right. If he, if he can avoid it or if I can help him help avoid him. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I'm struggling again. And I just wanted to tell that story. So it just makes a little bit more sense. And it's not, it's, you understand that it's not just, you know, Corey saying, Oh, I'm spread thin. Cause I, I want to sing and I want to record and I want right, to go right. to work. No, no, it's a little bit deeper than that. Yeah. I think what we share a lot about on the podcast is, you know, the podcast itself, the music and stuff like that. And there's so much heart that goes on behind it. And there's a lot of relationships that is all around us. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're grateful for that. And we truly are. And so I think we can agree that this year, like we want to focus on being better to ourselves and and to the people that we have relationships with. Something I really admire about you, Corey, and this is something that I have learned along the way is, you know, people mention the word authentic and being present when someone is really present and truly themselves, they're not thinking about what's the right thing to say here. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just allowing for those moments of silence Yeah, and, and them, you know, you telling them that you're, you're here. And I really love that about you because in my upbringing, it was always about presentation, you know? Yeah. And that's hard to walk away from when that's been embedded yeah, in you. And I, I know. Yeah. That, and I, I dealt with the same thing. Yeah. So I listened to you. I listened to your relationships with your brothers and how you speak. And I am just learning so much from how you speak with them. And you never say the same thing twice, even though it's the same kind of situation. You know what I mean? Right, because right you're really present and that's another thing and hopefully we can touch on that this month or we can you know make that a thing for later on this year but people think they understand what it means to be present and so there's these real superficial kind of teachings which is fine i think it's a great foundation right but the act of being present is really something else that means as i'm talking to you i'm so, i'm focused on you I am able, I am disciplined enough to drown out the noise in my head, the thinking of what do I got to do next? How long is he going to talk here? Because I've got this, that, and this to do. You know what I mean? And that's tough. Can it be done? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and when that is done, the level of connection, the way we talk to one another, the way we behave with each other, that's when it becomes that elevated moment. And you just think, oh my God, I feel so close to him. I feel so loved and so respected and so heard. And when you have those moments, think, what did I do different that we had that kind of connection and that conversation, you know, and that time we had together. Yeah. So I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really excited about this month. 
because I know we need it. Yeah, we definitely do. And I know that people have wisdom that they can give us. And, you know, we all struggle with that. And I, I really believe that our listeners have the desire to be better, have the desire to connect, right, and be there for one another. So. Yeah. I think that's it. I hope you guys, you know, hang hang out with us in February. We're going to go again again um, on who am I, talk about inner knowing, our roles, experiences, our affirmations, you know, what our strengths and weaknesses are, what this reveals about us to us, and, and hopefully we have some really good aha moments. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so am I'm I. I'm already having one right now, and I just, I'm... Waiting to get off the podcast to have a, a conversation with an aha moment I had about myself. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Nice. Well, you know, us to take the elevator, we say look up and let's elevate. Every